0: Well, hello. Oh my gosh, am I doing this? I think I am. Hi, you guys. Welcome to Take a Time Out. <sighs> Who am I right now? I'm so cool. It's 1117 at night and I'm starting my first live cast. Um, This is so much fun. So you guys, I don't know if I ever shared with you how far back this idea of having a a quote unquote radio station. (laughs) Cause that's what this is for me. Um, it's a freaking radio station. How cool is that? Like back then. You had to like try and dial into finding a spot on some wavelength of probably AM radio. And now, is it just crazy how there's just so much out there um, for you to get your word out? It's kind of a lot. Maybe there's too many people trying to get their word out, right? Um. Anyway. What I was going to say was, I can't even tell you how long ago this started. Um, I'm not sure the exact year, but if you guys are kids of the 90s, then you'll remember this movie called Pump Up the Volume with Christian Slater. And it was such a great movie about... You know, like the hidden or secret um, thoughts maybe people have or, you know, maybe the things that you don't want to say, but you're thinking and it's very in-depthful and, um, you know, deep thinking. Um, I'm just a total fan of deeper thinking. So... That movie, except when I watched it like the previews again recently, like maybe a couple a few months ago or something, I realized that um he's kinda inappropriate and that is totally not me. But um anyway, the whole idea though, it really like caught my attention when I was um growing up and I was thinking, Oh my gosh, I want that you y'all know, if you know me, I got things to say. So, um, yeah. What a cool platform to be able to just like talk and share your deep thoughts with people. Um, I kind of want to be like a philosopher, poet type. You know, I've always been this artist type. I don't know if I'm kind of always drifting in the wind, you would say, or maybe just lost in my thoughts lots of times. Um, I don't know. That's just who I am. So uh I think you should embrace who you are and it'll guide you and flow you into what you should be doing. So this is what it is. Um. For you guys that don't know me, um, you can find me on Instagram. Take a time out if you want a visual, and uh, you know I got a lot of videos and things I've highlighted there, a lot of great posts I think. I do say so myself. That was a little Moira coming out. Um, you know, really depthful and insightful and positive. If you're looking for positivity, I got a lot. Let me just tell you, I got a lot. Um, I think that this human experience is just pretty amazing. Maybe I'm an alien. I thought this like since I was little. I'm not even kidding. I'm probably a reptilian or something. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm absolutely not. Um, I actually can't stand reptiles. But I think like... It's just so cool to be on this planet. I don't know. Like I said, maybe from I'm from somewhere else. I mean, I really think we all are from somewhere else. But um, we'll just get into that another time. Anyway, this time, focus. What I'm trying to talk to you about this time is um, pillow talk. Like, if you are feeling like one of your relationships is a little bit elusive. Maybe you were close um, and, you know, you just kind of, time got away from you. You're, um, you know, maybe not as, you know, you're just busier and you just can't seem to find the time to connect with some loved one of yours. And it's also like, even, I know you guys think this is crazy, but even if you guys are younger, now you guys know, if you don't know me again, I own a company called Carpe Diem Academics. I've been a tutor, teen life coach for like 15 years. Um, all this shenanigans with, um, social media is absolutely new to me. And all my students have been like pushing me to do this for years. So I'm just finally starting, but so if you guys um, don't know me, you know, I've uh, I've been doing this for a long time and just helping guiding people, especially teenage relationships um, with parents and, you know, so forth. But, you know, those relationships are really important and. I think those, that's like your first kind of, um, opening to having a more mature adult relationship where you're not like, you know, a toddler playing with cars or running around, um, in a park. It's just more mature. It's more depthful and you're actually for the first time able to have more serious, in-depth conversations, um, with somebody and the, Best person, of course, is your parents. That's the first biggest relationship. Um, So anyway, I'm just telling you, when I was younger, I used to do this. uh, We are very, like, I guess, attached parenting. So I was raised like this. I'm Indian, basically. I don't know. You know, Indian people. We, like, grew up in one room, right, (laughs) when I lived in India, literally. I think we had a living room, one bedroom kitchen and a bathroom and um gosh I'm just storytelling I just keep moving on but okay I'll try and focus I'll get back to the pillow talk but when we were in when we lived in India um man I remember looking at that and thinking this was like remembering when I was little remembering my our apartment in India and thinking it was big and it was super enough, like, spacious enough, enough. And then I went back. um, We're supposed to go back to India this year, but we couldn't because of COVID. And, but now I just went back. um, I mean, when I went back last was 2010, I think, I wanna say. Oh my gosh, you guys, people are joining me. How fun. Emilio and the Africanist one. Welcome to Tika Time Out. This is my first time, you guys, so um, this is really exciting. I've been way, way, way more um whatever, like into Instagram. And I have a YouTube channel too, but. Mostly I was at Instagram for like the most consistent and I'm starting podcasting, which again, pump up the volume. If you guys have not watched that movie, that is what my first love was. That movie, pump up the volume. And I was like, when I grow up, I want to do that. I want to have a radio station. I can talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about. So exciting. But anyway. So this podcasting thing is going to be fun. Um, so yeah, anyway, when I went back to India in 2010 and we went back to our apartment, Oh my gosh, you guys literally it was like so tiny, like the hallway. Um, there's like two rooms on the left, kind of like two ish, you know, areas on the right. There's like a bathroom and like maybe a changing area. And then right in front was the kitchen. And literally, I think the hallway was like 10 feet long. I mean, I was, and it's crazy because I do not remember it being that tiny. But anyway, my point was that in um, Indian culture and a lot of other cultures, like outside of America, honestly, because there's just not that much space. Like, I think in America, people just have so much space. We don't even... We take it for granted, honestly. I mean, you probably see like, you know, places around the world that, you know, people live on top of each other. It's like more congested in a way. So the apartments are smaller, blah, blah. So there's a lot of attachment in family. And I think it's just so wonderful to have that opportunity. Um, Obviously, you know, The trade-off is you don't have the riches of this country, but there's like difference. It's a different kind of rich. Um, Families are rich in closeness and love. And, and, you know, I would say like, even, you know, when my family moved here, it starts to, um, I don't know, maybe just fade a little bit. There's just a lot, maybe a lot to do in America. Um, it's just a lot, you know, so I think that attachment parenting, you know, maybe is just a good thing. And I remember when I was, um, younger and even coming here, I moved to the States when I was six and I would have pillow talk with like my parents or, you know, I'd be laying in their bed we did co-sleeping so much growing up and I just don't think most people in the middle of the day when they have their responsibilities, even children, they are wired to work or, you know, play or whatever it is, just be active. And so we are not necessarily in deep thoughts at that time so when is it that we can kind of come down and when can you think about your day your emotions um you know what that one mean girl said to you or maybe you got picked on I feel like you can slough that off and go on to the next thing during the day but it is when you hit your pillow That's when things are going, those emotional things are going to start creeping back. You know, they've been there all day and maybe you have been reacting through those things. Like maybe somebody was mean to you and you're going to be mean to somebody else and, you know, keep passing along that poison. But it's really not, I feel like, until the end of the day, um, unless you are an avid meditator, you know, like you take the time. To journal, um, but it is really hard if you're busy that it's not until the end of the night that you lay down and these different feelings start coming. So I think, you know, the point of the point is, I think, whoever you are, whatever you've done, whoever you live with, um, whatever, you know, if, if you're a parent, a child, Um, you have a roommate, you know, whoever it is, I think it's so important to have or start cultivating somebody to have pillow talk with. And, um, it is purely someone that you can trust that, you know, you can just, and that's interested in you. So like, for example, I will not, if I ask my kids how school was in the middle of the day. They're going to say it's fine. If I ask my husband, how is work? Fine. You know, everything's fine because people don't have time. Like you don't got time to stop and chit chat. And first of all, you don't want to like feel crappy. If you felt crappy already, you're not going to want to bring those things back up. So you're going to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. But at the end of the night, that's when it's okay to ask those questions and you maybe want to be asked those questions. And maybe it's like you're a closed person. You don't want to give that stuff away. But I think it's important, important to your emotional development to talk, to talk about things and get them out. And I see this in my kids. Um, I remember in me, that's how I was. I see it in my kids. And they hit the pillow and, um, you know, I have my I have four kids, so we'll have like a special night with each kid. And we we revolve that and then um, we kick them all out three days out of the week (laughs) um, from our room. But, you know, when we hit the pillow, that's the time I start asking them. So, you know, I heard you say something about um, so and so and, you know. Um, did you, did your feelings get hurt or, um, you know, whatever it is tonight, for example, my son, he is seven years old. His name's Taj and, um, you know, Taj is very sensitive and a very tender heart, uh, very sweet. He is my one child that like, if somebody didn't have something, he would give up his own, um, um, anything I wanted like mommy do you want me to get that for you like so sweet um but you know you know everybody's got their you know gifts and their um challenges so Taj's challenge um although he's gifted with so much sweetness is that he is very timid and I think it's hard for him to um you know maybe say what he wants to to somebody so a lot of it gets kept inside you have to study yourself what kind of person are you you know this is this is your life and this is your growth and you have to be very individual about it so you have to identify is that who i am especially with people like that you know that are a little bit more timid and closed like my time with taj it was his night tonight, so me asking him those really important questions of, you know, um, I I remembered. I don't know if you guys ever remember like those clip down charts when you were in elementary school, and somebody brought this up the other day. Um, for you guys um, that don't know, I decided to take my kids out of school this year because of all the randomness and I cannot stand distance learning. I mean, like I don't have time for that. Seriously, I'm going to be homeschooling anyway and trying to figure out what the teachers want my kids to do. So forgive it. I'm just going to do it myself. Anyway, you know, I have my own company. I've tutored for over 15 years. I know what's what. So um, so anyway, I was I I decided to um, homeschool for the year for at least for this year and Somebody was saying something about the clip down charts and how it could be really um, negative for kids or maybe they're embarrassed that, you know, the teacher clipped them down in front of everybody else. And maybe they feel like that shame or or maybe otherwise also people, you know, some kids could be boastful of like, oh, yeah, I got on, you know, I think pink is the highest. I get on pink, like show off about that. But anyway, um. Whatever it is, you know, it is a public display of (laughs) their emotions, kind of, which I could see, like somebody was saying, like, they just didn't think that that was a really positive thing to do. But I never really even thought about it. Um, And, you know, I think about everything. So interesting. I just didn't really think like, I don't know, I just feel like every experience in life is kind of, it can be taken as good. You know, of course, there's bad it could be portrayed bad and it could be bad and it is bad, but you can like squeeze some good out of it and, um, use it for your growth. So, you know, whatever the situation is that it, it happens in public schools. Um, you know, I was a public school kid, so it's cool. You know, there's a lot of things that happen. I grew up, um, in Oak Park, Illinois, which is like right off the west side of Chicago. So holy crap, we were very diverse and uh, not only racially, but um, socioeconomically, everything. So it was an amazing experience. I would never have it any other way because you learn so much from other people. And, uh, you know, it was just me and my friends, um, we were, we were very, um, I don't know, open to talking and listening and getting to know anybody. So it was a very rich, rich experience. Um So anyway, I feel like all of that, even the bad stuff we did and all of that was a good growth opportunity. So um I don't know, I'm into public schooling in that for that reason. But anyway, I was talking to him tonight about it and I was just like, well, you know, I was thinking about those clip down charts. And, you know, how do you feel about that? Like, did you ever feel embarrassed or anything? And, you know, so we had the opportunity to kind of talk about it. I think um, he was okay with it. He did say, he mentioned that some kids were trying to show off about it. And he said, of course, this is Taj. He said when some kids would clip down, he would feel bad for them. So, again, you know, I think Taj got that disease from me, man. I am spent so much of my life worrying about other people. Um, It was like seriously a disease, sometimes crippling. It was annoying. But anyway, I've grown up now. (laughs) So anyway, I guess um, what I'm just saying is I think it's really important to have pillow tops. At the end of the night with somebody you love and, um, somebody that cares for you and don't be scared to open up. Um, I think that in our most vulnerable moments is when we grow. So don't ever be afraid of being vulnerable. It is, um, absolutely necessary for human growth. So. All right you guys, that's all for now. Um if you guys want to hear some other things, you can follow me again at Tika Time Out and uh I got some mm, not too many videos um on YouTube, but I have to get back into that. I'd say podcasting is hella easy. Um getting the camera going and finding time to tape and edit. Holy cow. That takes a long time. And I just started all of my social media. You guys are going to laugh this year in January. I know Instagram has been around for how many years? Um, but it was really from my students that I tutor that were like pushing me to get, um, you know, on social media and share my views and knowledge and if you guys are in school um uh, you can go to carpe diem academics you can make appointments with me and tutor and have Tikka time oh my gosh so fun so um but anyway i will be back oh thank you is it the africanist one i think that's so sweet thank you so much I um don't have my glasses on now, so I can't like see. But um Emilio, Africanist one and Alpha Mike, thank you for joining and um I'll be back, you guys. I love doing this, and I think for me as a busy mom, um, and you know, I just I just love to help people and kids and just help them grow and get to know themselves better so we can all have a lovelier experience on this planet. Um, I definitely will try and do this maybe every night. Oh, thank you, Emilio. (laughs) You're so sweet. Um, yeah, this is super new to me. You guys, if you look at my podcast, I haven't really done much, but, um, Yeah, I will. I, um, you know, if I get support like this, so special, I will definitely do more. Um, I will try and do this. I think every night because, oh my gosh, did I really just say that out loud every night? Really Tika? Okay. Well, we're going to pretend. Okay. You guys have to have high, big dreams, right? So that's going to be mine. Um, and night the night time will be like pillow talk, I guess, with each other. I think I like that this pillow talk theme can just um stay on the spot being Did I just rhyme? I think I did all right, cats um good night, and hope you have a wonderful morning. Just remember how special you are and how amazing. God-given earth is and the beauty of summer still persists. So I will have to share a picture of my garden because it is gorgeous right now. Um, But yes, enjoy tomorrow. Hopefully it is a nice day where you guys are and I'll catch up with you soon. All right, you guys. Love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye.